Hello and welcome to The Pound in Your Pocket, the weekly business and finance news briefing for students. I'm Luke Brown, and these were the main stories this week. Australian airline Qantas announced that all of its employees in Australia will return to work in December, six months earlier than planned. US payments firm Mastercard partnered with UK financial technology firm Demica to offer supply chain finance to its clients. And Donald Trump announced that he will launch his own social media platform, Truth Social, sending the share price for the company behind it up by 400%. Qantas, Australia's largest airline company, is set for takeoff. During the COVID-19 pandemic, what else of course, 11,000 Qantas employees, half of the airline's total workforce, have been sitting at home without pay. But on Friday, Qantas announced that they would no longer have to pass the hours making homemade bread, my words, not theirs, as they would all be back at work by early December. Qantas had originally planned to bring back these workers by mid-2022, so this announcement is good news for the airline industry. Australia, in particular, has taken a very strict approach to international travel during the pandemic, effectively banning anyone entering or leaving the country for months, and with states imposing on and off short lockdowns if even one or two COVID-19 cases were recorded. Part of the reason for this was that Australia took a long time to get a large portion of its population vaccinated, perhaps because Australians felt safer under such strict measures. But now, almost 60% of Australians have been fully vaccinated. New South Wales and Victoria, two of Australia's biggest states, like the US, Australia has states, have announced that from the 1st of November, fully vaccinated tourists will be allowed to come without quarantining. This has made it easier for Qantas to get things off the ground again. Qantas will also reopen five of its international routes by January next year. Airlines and nearby Asian nations have announced similar reopening plans in the past two weeks. So the pandemic is not over just yet, but the airline industry will be walking on air knowing that, after more than a year, air travel can take off again. Take a look at your debit or credit card. It might well say MasterCard in the bottom right. And that's because MasterCard is one of the largest payment system companies in the world. But what you use your card for is small change for MasterCard. The newer, more exciting venture for payment companies such as MasterCard is something very blandly called supply chain finance. But it's not bland at all. It's actually quite a clever idea. This is how it works. Companies buy goods from other companies, the suppliers. But often the companies buying those goods can't pay back the suppliers for a very long time. So with supply chain finance, Financial institutions, mainly banks, pay the suppliers straight away, but they don't pay the total amount the companies owe to their suppliers. However, the suppliers don't mind because they're getting an upfront payment. The companies eventually pay the rest of their suppliers, but supply chain finance gives them extra time to do that. But, of course, the companies have to pay interest, extra money on their loans, from the banks. So, in the end, everyone benefits. Supply chain finance came under scrutiny earlier this year, when a big UK company involved in the system, Greensill Capital, collapsed. But Mastercard still wants a piece of the action. This week, it announced a partnership with Demica, a UK financial technology company. Demica is already a player in supply chain finance, and what it offers for Mastercard is an online lending platform and a vast network of banks and other financial institutions. Mastercard's new supply chain finance service will be available in the US from next year onwards. Take a look at your card again. If it does say MasterCard, the next time you're paying for something with your card, remember that the same company that made that card 
might soon be paying for the goods you're buying in the first place. A quick word on Donald Trump. This week, he announced that he will soon be launching his own social media platform, Truth Social. The idea is that no one will regulate the content on the new platform to encourage, quote, an open, free and honest global conversation without discriminating against political ideology. The company behind Trump's new social media platform is his newly created Trump Media and Technology Group. This company listed on the Nasdaq, the US's mostly tech-related stock exchange in New York, in September through a so-called Special Purpose Acquisition Company, or SPAC. This is when a company joins a stock exchange by merging with a shale or blank check company, which is already listed on a stock exchange, but doesn't actually do anything. Trump Media and Technology Group merged with the SPAC Digital World Acquisition Corporation. And after Trump revealed plans for his new social media platform, the share price, the price to buy one share, of Digital World Acquisition Corporation went from $10 to $45. That's a 400% increase in one day. So investors certainly like the sound of Truth Social, and that's a fact. That's the latest this week. You can follow The Pound in Your Pocket on Twitter and LinkedIn, where you can share your thoughts on the podcast. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Join me next Sunday for your weekly business and finance news briefing. Thank you.